Russia invades Ukraine. It's all that the 24-7 news cycle is talking about. Apparently, the virus has dissipated. We don't need to worry about the virus anymore. We just have to worry about Russia invading Ukraine. And apparently, that's what our leaders want us to worry about. And the hypocrisy that is coming from them is outstanding considering the way that they've operated over the last two years. We're going to discuss all of that. We're also going to discuss a little bit about the actual conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Then we're going to delve into a moment that Joe Biden puts on display in which it seems like he's not really living in the same reality as the rest of us, in which he says that people are psychologically unable to be happy. So it's not that things are not good. It's not that we're on the brink of World War III. It's not that inflation is at a 40-year high. It's not that gas prices are crazy. It's just that the virus made you psychologically incapable of waking up happy. We're going to discuss the craziness in that statement. Then we're going to talk a little bit about former President Trump's CPAC speech, some of the subtle messages in the speech, and then some of the big messages in the speech and how people felt about that speech and how people are feeling about him. And then we're going to wrap up the episode with giving our predictions on the Batman movie. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K-Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast, which we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if we talk about something that you know somebody will be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. And if you want to help us stay independent, you can go to our website and donate an amount of your choosing or buy yourself some merch. There's yeah. a lot of merch on the website. The merch is amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Get you them sweaters, man. They're raw as fuck. Um, you know, live by the woke, die by the woke. Yes. Uh, that's akin to... Donald Trump's saying everything woke turns to shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one is the... It's the, the number one bestseller right there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's one way to say it and there's another way to say it. Um, so obviously addressing the elephants in the room, the Ukraine-Russia situation. Um, <clears throat> Russia's been threatening to invade for a while. We haven't really mentioned it in any previous episodes um it's uh it's it's weird wisely it, i think yeah i i think i i think you're right about that and and the reason why it was wise not to really like mention it or discuss it in previous episodes is because if you look at the way that our leaders have operated 
really over the last two years, it's so wild to me that they have the audacity to condemn Russia when uh-huh. they were willing to treat their own people the way they were willing to treat them. We got people fired for not getting jabbed. Yeah. We got people that uh, can't go to a restaurant if they're not jabbed or, or they don't yeah. show that they're jabbed. Um, we got kids forced to wear masks even though the evidence is is out there and the data is out there to show that kids are incredibly resilient to the virus and just about none of them die from it. No. So it's weird. It's a weird position to be in. And like I was telling you in pre-production on Twitter, I came across this poll. And this is at the time that I participated in the poll. At the end, I don't even know how many total people it was, but at the time that I participated in the poll, it was fourteen thousand over fourteen thousand people that have participated already, and it asked, "Which situation do you are you more concerned with? The situation in Canada, meaning you know the the them trying to blockade the the trucker convoy and freeze their bank accounts yeah. and throw them in jail and take away their license and everything like that or the situation in Ukraine and it was 85% to 15% for Canada yeah that's what people as it should be really because it's hard how do you how do you like how can how much worry can you really have for that situation when this is right next door, and it's like, well, yes, freedom. Let freedom ring. We're all for people's freedom. We support Ukraine's right to have freedom, yeah. but we don't have freedom here. Is the Western world even the Western world anymore? Is it really like, you know, what, what is the difference here? Who is the bad guy? Is NATO the bad guys? Is Russia the bad Like, at least Russia knows what they are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so to me, it's like, well, that's that's concerning because the the way you treat your citizens, the way you dismiss your citizens, your people, well, I mean, it's not really like a good versus evil anymore. Right. You know, I would feel vastly different if Trump were in office about the Western world, about at least America, not the Western world. I'd be like, oh, okay, I understand. There is a good, there is a bad, because the ideology is vastly different. And so, yeah, then I would feel good because it, there's no hypocrisy. But right now, like... When you see Justin Trudeau <laughs> talk bad about Russia and say that we will not support an authoritarian regime that wants to oppress its people... What kind of Twilight Zone shit are we living in? Yeah. Dude, do you... The trucker convoy? Like, yeah, like, like you, what are you... You're, you know, you, you try to blockade them. And you, you, so, you show disdain for your own people. Where is this moral high ground, this, 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 this moral high horse that you're riding? Where, where, do, you, where do you justify that? Like, yeah. where do you, there has to be repercussions... For all the governments 
that held the people down like that and then you know now speak like oh well there's no there's no more virus don't worry like no 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 let's remember let's remember who these people are let's not forget and let's understand that that's the reason also why Russia is in the position that they're in. 100%. Because Russia looks at us, oh, wow, these trans lives matter, me too, black lives matter. These motherfuckers ain't worried about me. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to take over. And what are they going to do about it? And what are they going to do about it, really? Because we've talked about this before. We look at the way the Chinese government recruits people to be in the military. You look at the commercial, some... That's some fucking movie shit. Like yeah. that's like some men of honor. Like join and, and 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 protect your country. Look at the commercials for the American military, like where tr- trans stuff is, is is perpetuated. Where like oh uh, you know if you're black or if you're white, like nobody cares about this. Yeah. Like you're here to serve your country. There's a time and place for that. I'm not here to say, no, uh, nobody matters. No, but look at how we're recruiting people. And, like, look at it's becoming, like, another bureaucratic leg, the military. And so, of course, of course, China and Russia are going to look at us and be like, oh, these motherfuckers are soft, something to eat. So the way Ukraine goes, well, we might see Taiwan go before Biden has done it over with. There have been members of both the Russian official administration and the Chinese official administration quoted as saying that wokeism will be like the demise of the West. And you could totally see it because people nowadays, they don't even know how to deal with something like this. Like right now, people, they're they're in the street talking about some with you know the chicago had his little uh like a little protest where people were showing solidarity with ukraine with a flag like 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 yeah you (laughs) poon doesn't care about that yeah like only only the dummies here care about that shit uh uh, FIFA, oh yeah, uh, they're not. Uh, 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 Russia is is out of the World Cup. Yeah, Putin doesn't care about that. Yeah, that this cancel culture shit that you're so used to yeah. that because motherfuckers here are weak and they 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 bend the knee to that. Russia doesn't care about that. Putin Pu- doesn't. Care hashtag about Putin that. is Hitler. Nobody cares. Putin doesn't care about that. Stephen King. He's. I don't usually uh, take pictures, but here's one of me. He's standing by books with a shirt uh, or a Ukraine shirt saying support for Ukraine. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Stephen King. You saved the world. That yeah. made all the difference. Yeah. Putin's going to be like, damn, Stephen King. He looks he, down on he what I'm doing. He got at me. Fuck. Let me, let, me, uh, let me change my behavior. Breaking news. <laughs> Putin withdraws <laughs> troops after seeing Stephen King's <laughs> remarks on Twitter. <laughs> I'm I'm to no longer invade Russia. Uh, I'm to no longer invade Ukraine. I love the Steve King. <laughs> That's more like a bull rat. Right, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's within the same realm. <laughs> I stand with Stephen King. <laughs> and then he just like withdraws. Every all is well in the world. Right. Russia joins NATO. <laughs> it's like after that. 
yeah, it's like none of this matters. None of this matters. People are getting blown the, half to smithereens. The, the the Babylon Bee in true sarcasm form, which is great. They said that uh, <laughs> Neil Young is threatening to take his music off Spotify again until Russia stops invading Ukraine, <laughs> which is funny because. It's, it's like, you know, they're poking fun of, at that whole thing, which for a lot of people that don't know, you know, Neil Young, in spite of all the bullshit that he was on with the Joe Rogan controversy, apparently I haven't looked into it because I don't care enough about Neil Young to look up his music. But apparently he's quietly gotten his music back on Spotify. Oh, what a coward. <laughs> Even though Joe Rogan is still there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> These people straight. are all talk. Yeah. It's all talk. And that's. What Russia and China sees. Exactly. They see they saw that while y'all were worried about about George Floyd, while y'all were worried about about pronouns, while y'all were worried about you know uh, justifying looting and rioting and all of that stuff, they're like, okay, the people of this nation yeah. are are weak mm. and dumb. So all we need to do is wait for them to have a weak and dumb leader for us to do what we got to do. And y'all delivered on that too. Yeah. And and with the Chinese government and, and the whole TikTok thing, they're playing now mental war games. Like it's all like, oh, well, here, we're going to make where people become stupider yeah. due to TikTok. And it's like, well, I mean... I don't blame them. I have a question. When it comes to that, though, how much, how much blame do you put on, you know, China or Russia or or, or the foreign actors that are intentionally trying to do that? And how much blame do you put on the people that choose to consume it? Because, yeah, at a certain point, it's like, well. No matter what you throw, like you're choosing to consume yeah. this. I don't. I don't blame. I don't blame. I could honestly say I wouldn't blame China or Russia for conducting the way that they are because at the end of the day, you survive, and you look at motherfuckers and like you you know what you can and can't get away with. So that's the thing about about Donald Trump when he first came in. I remember, and I'll never forget. World War Three. Oh, this guy has the nuclear codes. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, all that. Oh, well, that looks mighty, mighty nice now, doesn't it? Because yeah. a guy like Trump did not did not allow this. A guy like Trump did not start a war. A guy like Trump actually had good foreign policy. I wonder why. Great foreign policy. Yeah. These motherfuckers on the left are straight cowards. Like, at least, like, for instance, like Charlemagne, when it, the, the we covered this uh, a few weeks ago when Charlemagne was like, man, where's Trump? Get this motherfucker out of there. Like, to me, while it's not, it, it's not a full admission of being wrong. Yeah. At least it, 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 it's some sort of expression as to 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 suggest that you're seeing things differently. Yeah. So I can somewhat respect that. But the left, like all these Trump haters and all these Biden supporters, they are nowhere to be found right now. No. Where are they? 
I don't know, because ain't no one responding to your posts or my posts that we know that that voted for Biden. A hundred percent. What? Because because we're really getting busy. Yeah. Like, well, we'll have like rebuttals, please. Rebuttals. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm sure you haven't gotten any. No, and, nothing. And, and that's the thing. Well, you, you're shutting the fuck up now. You just shut the fuck up then. Then that should that should have been the case. Because again, I'm all in for if you have good points, but this is why we we talk the way we talk. This is we look at things from the perspective of realism. And so, so again, looking back at it, you know, and 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 I don't know how true this is because it's always like sources, right? And but but they I don't know if you read about that what 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 Trump had told Putin behind closed doors. No, they had said again. I don't know because you never know what behind closed doors. But supposedly, when when uh, talking about Ukraine, Trump was like, "Well, if you even attempt that, well, blow out, I uh, blow the up Kremlin. Moscow." Yeah. Oh, I I read that somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Moscow will no longer be. I'm just letting you know that, and that completely sounds like something he 100%. would be on. Because like, if you noticed with with Putin, he was always like, "Oh, I like him. He's cool." We, I want to get along with him. He wants to get along with me, and that to me is a sign of like somebody who's manipulating the situation and then behind closed doors listen this is not going to happen i i kind of want it to happen i want to see like i want to we could we could go that route yeah again you need to be a tough guy you need to have that energy leading the world and and it wasn't it wasn't just towards russia it wasn't just towards china it was also towards nato it that sort of that sort of attitude has been the attitude that has kept us as a nation safe over the years. Like you look at with with Carter under the four years of Carter, and I, I don't know how long it was in within uh, the Carter presidency when Iran had those American hostages. Yeah. And as Reagan was running, Reagan said, "Well, like I'm gonna I'm gonna like I'm gonna turn it into a parking lot." Yeah. If I'm president, yeah, and as he's getting inaugurated, there's breaking news of them letting them yeah, go it's because cool. it's like, yeah, he, this guy is gonna turn us yeah. into part. like, like, but but the left is so fucking weak. Yeah, even right now, even right now, this is the craziest, most hypocritical thing. Apparently, I've read I've read a few different estimates, but apparently, we spent about thirty six million dollars a day in oil from Russia. Apparently, yeah, that's a lot. When we could be drilling and be self sufficient here, so we're still, in spite of everything that they're doing, we're still buying oil from them. Not the, only that, and, and yeah. why? Because oh well, we gotta be we gotta be clean and environmentally friendly. Nah, bro. Bitch, what are you talking about right now? Yeah, like that doesn't matter right now. <laughs> Survival this, matters. This is crazy. Like yeah. these people, they are so weak. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And th- and then the questions, because I I tune in to see the dumb shit that Jen Psaki's gonna say, and it never fails. It truly never fails. Um. When when they ask her about the oil, oh well, we could have done the 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 whole the pipeline from here to Canada. What happened? Oh no no no! There's companies they could still drill. Like I don't know. It's up to them. It's not up to us. No, 
bitch. Like, answer the question. You always have, you always refer. Yeah. Refer to him, refer to them. Ref- Your policies have us now paying for gas at a, a lot more than we were before. That's because it's, uh, what is it, a, a hundred uh, more, a hundred plus dollars a barrel, a barrel now? Yeah. So, nah, like y'all, this is your policy. This is this is what happens. And during times of war, this is why you, I don't know, look at what other countries are doing. Because, yeah, I, I, I'm all for um, green energy and all that shit. If it works and if it's there and if it's disposable. And but if the, it's efficient. Efficient. We're not there yet. We're getting there. It, you see that. But we're not there yet. So you have to think, like, okay, how do we survive? Right? How do we... How do we, The whole um, China thing and the coal mines, because we rely on that stuff and we rely on them... That's that hurt us also with the su- the supply chain as well. Yeah. When when uh when China got into it, who they get into it with? They got into it with Australia. So they got into it with Australia over the whole uh the the virus because Australia was like, well, it's China's fault, and China was like, oh really? Fuck you then. And they decided not to do that. The power grids uh, turns out they run like sixty percent of their uh, factories are ran by coal, mm-hmm. and so. Because we rely on them. Now, we're not getting the stuff because they had power outages. guess what? China doesn't care about the environment. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> so, they don't care about the environment. Russia doesn't care about the environment. India doesn't care about the environment. So, yes, I understand. We should move towards that, be innovative. But we can't, like, not Compete. be competitive. Yeah, yeah, because we're worried about the environment when... These nations that are bigger than us yeah. are not worried about it. <laughs> what logic? What reason are you are you living in? What reality? And and I guess in in to, to that sort of speaks to what we're gonna discuss in the next segment about about Joe Biden and that statement that he made. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, but before we get into it, like, what I will say. It is it it is awful that it's like well you you have a communist nation well I mean Russia they don't they don't call themselves right they don't highlight that they're communist it's not like China but yeah. but, but essentially it, it's a communist nation and really it, you know this whole idea of like NATO and everything it that's it, it's really nothing about that it's the idea that you have. Ukraine that is trying to develop a more Western way of life and Russia doesn't want to have their people that live right next door see that and see the success of it. That's typically how it goes with communist nations is like they want to shut down like like North Korea soaring enemy is South Korea because... South Korea is 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 a free and flourishing country, yep. and North Korea isn't. Like they, uh, I've been told that from from space you could see the difference in like the lights between yeah. North Korea and <laughs> South Korea. So, yep. you know, it, it it's that type of stuff, and and it's sad, and and you know, you have the people of of Ukraine that that are are fighting for their freedom now interesting take about about that is 
as you know, we've talked about it on the show before. I know, I know you rock with him. Uh, Coach Red Pill, he lives in Ukraine. Yeah, I was very, I was highly interested in what he had to say because I know he lives in Kiev. Yeah, did you see the videos that he put out? Yeah, yeah. A- and uh, one of the videos that he put out, he's still over there. He's yeah. still there. Um, and, and he was saying how the way that Russia is operating right now, they're operating in a way where they they don't seek to like destroy or demolish Ukraine, and they're not really even seeking to destroy or kill the people. It's yeah. like they 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 want to capture it. It's yeah. It, it's not like I want to obliterate it and then like walk in. Yeah. No, it's like well, I I kind of want to capture it in 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 as much of its current state as possible. Yeah, yeah. And he even said, like, he's like, this is a C-list that they're using. He's like, this, the military is really just circling the cities, coming in, then withdrawing, just to see, like, what the tactics are. Mm-hmm. They're playing the long game. And you're not, Ukraine's not going to win a long game. No. Like, they're not going to win the long game. Because, I mean, they've they've seen success now, but, like, I mean, how how much can you really survive when you're really like cornered off? Then yeah. there's like the two separatist like parts of Ukraine towards the right side of the map. So I don't know if it's east or west. And obviously, you know, they're they're getting in. Uh, Turkey's a, a wild card because Turkey, I never know what the fuck their motives are. And like obviously, because we don't, we're not in. in in the political world, like we don't see classified situations, they're always weird because like they're not letting Russia use. I think it's the Baltic Sea. I want to say. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where Turkey stands with that, but um, they're just always been weird to me. Even like in 2017, when all that stuff was going on in the Middle East, mm-hmm. Turkey always is like I don't know where the fuck they stand. It's always like a mystery. So I wonder where they stand anyway. But supposedly they're not letting Russia pass through their side but regardless they're not needed and they'll they're like Russia will eventually take over and so from there now Russia is saying like if uh would if Finland and uh yeah Sweden is it yeah. Finland and Sweden yeah like if they if they start fucking with NATO when it comes to like the banking system and all that and they're next yeah and then that's when it starts getting like Ooh. it starts to get like this dude is definitely off his rocker. Yeah, and there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. Like some people are saying that he's terminally ill, so it's like he's on some I got none to lose type yeah. shit. Uh, the nuclear deterrent. Yeah, like this at the highest alert. Like this is not like I know people play around and meme World War Three. No, this is very much like this could be the next Cold War. Or or World War Three for real, like if if somebody gets touched that's not supposed to, and actually I was reading an article uh, on NATO's treaty. It was like a 1949 treaty that they had signed, where like if you fuck with a NATO country, automatically it's almost the equivalent of like if Russia hit up Chicago, because NATO is like it, it's part of the whole 30 countries that are involved. Yeah, and so there was a question raised like. If cyber, if a cyber attack affects Poland, right? Mm -hmm. Since they're right next to to Ukraine Ukraine and and obviously like the internet, and they're and they're helping them, and yeah, and and uh, if yeah, if like 
if 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 an attack happens on like their electrical grid, it's gonna yeah. it could affect Poland yeah. or or hacking. Like if you hack and you affect Poland, well then at that point there's a thing it's called category. Uh, I want to say category five, and it's like basically like a green light for there to be a fucking the thirty countries are in war, at war with Russia. That's where it's like man. So a lot of people don't actually stop to think when they're memeing and shit like no this ain't just memes bro i i I think putin sees though like you you look at the last two years and and that's why i i i opened up the episode in when i did the intro the way that i i did and i i i framed out the last two years because if you look at the last two years and the way that the western world has operated in the last two years you see how like how soft it is, how whack it is. Like, for instance, even today I saw on Twitter, Biden is getting off of his helicopter and he's walking towards the White House by himself and he has a mask on. It's like all of that stuff sends such a message and a signal of like being weak. It's like, oh, well, I no, I got to show that I play by the rules. Like I have my mask on like. You do you realize to like a wolf like how whack that shit looks like yeah. you look weak yeah it, you know oh George Floyd uh I I, I when Biden remember when he when he he was on his knees yeah. at that church like that shit for for somebody like like we're not talking about we're not we're not talking about the case and like the situation with the cop and the knee or whatever he was convicted of that but like. George Floyd was no hero. Yeah. No, like, no, he was not. And, and like you see no. that the West, like like people are burning down cities for this guy. Fuck that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Saying like MLK we're talking about. Exactly. And so and so and even then it's not justified to No, burn even out then, yeah. But but at least that's somebody like to look up to versus versus a George Floyd. What? Fuck is this shit? What is going on? And yeah. so they see all of that. Yeah. Th- these people they see all that and they see that these leaders, how they placate to all of this shit. Yeah. So the whole Western world is on that. And then you got Biden, which I don't know, like in what world, uh, 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 like you would not realize the lack of strategy when he says, oh, yeah, we're going to send uh, troops to Europe, but we're not where uh, none of our troops are going to get involved. Maybe that's the case. And yeah, maybe that is the right move. But like, why do, would you even vocalize that? Like, yeah. I would want it where, yeah, you don't know if we're going to get involved. Yeah. You don't know if my troops are going to get involved. I would never vocalize that publicly. Yeah. That or no, under no circumstance are American troops getting involved. With no strategy whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like to me. Oh, and by the way, I miss Because that, that in and of itself yeah. could have been a deterrent for Russia. Like, damn. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I don't know because... If this motherfucker wants to get greasy, you know the left. They're the left. They're warmongers too. Like the left. Oh yeah. So so he could have been like, uh, I don't know. These establishment motherfuckers, like, they might want to get involved yeah. or whatever. Like you know. But now then, when this idiot says, "Oh, under no circumstances are American troops going to involve," oh, all right. Well, I there know. Now now I know what he's on. But yeah, I misspoke. It's not category five. My bad. It's Article five. So if, if anyone wants to know about that, like if you Google Russia Article five, it'll talk about NATO's Article five and the treaty or whatever. But yeah, it's it's uh 
I don't I don't see why Putin wouldn't do do this be, uh, from a survival you know standpoint. Like you said, Ukraine was on the verge of joining NATO. You don't want that. If you're Russia, right. You don't want that. And so you're going to obviously find the opportune time when the the leader of the free world happens to be bitch made and like I don't say that lightly I just say it from a realistic standpoint like you know when a motherfucker's soft and yeah, you, you know it, yeah. yeah you sense it these motherfuckers are wolves and and that's the thing that 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 was Trump's wild card is like he behaved like a motherfucker like he behaved he had the attitude of a dictator but none of the policies it was all about freedom right and so he would he would behave that way with other nations yes. not with his own people no that's the difference with these motherfuckers you motherfuckers got balls to do it with your own people because why because your own people are beaten down they yeah. got to go to work they got high taxes they're all fucked up so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna beat beat you motherfuckers down yeah. and but but when it comes to like the 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 big bad wolf Oh, uh, 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 stand with Russia. Oh, uh, um, I mean, stand with Ukraine, uh, a solidarity with Ukraine, uh, sanctions, uh, uh, and see, fuck up. yeah. <laughs> and to me, like the sanctions that that's, that's a level of, that's only one level. Yeah. But once you get to sanctions territory, as we've seen with Iran, as we've seen, with with other countries with Russia at this point yeah that th- there's a money pitfall but then at the same time it's like these motherfuckers been planning this shit you don't think they got reserves you don't think they got other ways you don't think they got other methods I like, don't know maybe another level is stop buying oil from them how yeah. about that yeah like yeah. You, there's that's a I think that's something that'll affect them a lot greatly but, but what happened to the oh we're not we're not doing that in this country this the policies here are anti that. So then we kind of have now played our card. And if we're playing chess, Russia's like, well, you know, you're going to sanction me, but you still got to buy my oil. Yeah. You still got to buy it. So so your people are part of this war, but you can't get in because Ukraine ain't NATO and it ain't got shit to do with you. And so that, it puts you in these situations and these binds because, like you said, getting involved with the Ukraine situation is probably not the best idea because we don't, besides the fact that they were aiming towards becoming a NATO nation, they're not. So what interest do we have in them, really? Like, what vested interest? Especially when inflation is at 7%. Especially when our neighboring country is authoritarian as fuck. Especially when gas is up the wazoo. Like, is that the worry? Is Ukraine? Or is the fact that we're living all fucked up out here because no one's working, people are getting forced... To, to to get jabbed up and the virus, the virus, the virus. So we we are so fucked up here that how can we but, give a but, fuck about Ukraine? But, but speaking of the virus, they're talking about giving Putin a Nobel Prize because he <laughs> found a way to like get rid of it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, like if, if, it's funny. It's funny because like in a way it takes a situation like this to make you realize, like, there's a lot of wild shit out here. We're really about worried about some flu. There's a lot of wild shit out here. We're really, like, taking knees. There's really some wild shit out here. 
But we really like give a fuck about these cards, jab cards, like like they them. Yeah. Oh yeah no yeah yeah they them zem z motherfucker like you think and 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 they peep that the enemies of this nation yeah. they peep all of that. Yeah, like you know it's fine. Imagine, dude. Imagine seeing one of the top generals in of your enemy talking about I want to understand white rage fuck out of here bro you know like like imagine you being the enemy like if I was if that was my enemy and I see one of their top dogs talking about some yeah I, I want to understand white rage and I'm white like I would be like yes yeah yes. I'd be fucking licking my child's being like man motherfucker some neat yeah. <laughs> I'm about to take over Ukraine baby yeah. they came <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm China, you're Russia. It's like, you, you hitting up Ukraine? I'm finna hit up Taiwan, baby. Finna get in where we fit in. While this motherfucker's figuring out white rage. White rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up, but that's how they see us. That's how they look at us. Like, we worry about And in fact, shit. and then you're like, you're Russia. It's like, hey, fam, well, since you got, you got that TikTok shit over there, yeah. you know, th- th- spice up that white rage shit. And it's like, so their kids, their dumbass kids could be, oh, white rage, white rage. And it's like, this is yeah. what we're worried about. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, now they see a weak country. And we are a weak country. And a lot of the Western world is weak. And... Yeah, the the last two years have shown it. Yeah. Have shown it. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. As we currently stand, if a world war were to happen, I don't know. I don't know how, like, the logistics work. And again, we don't know anything classified. But I'm not putting my money on, on, and this is realistically speaking, and this is me coming from America. Like, I love where I live. I love the the freedom that we, we possess. But... As we see the trends, I don't know that we have it in us to like if, if China were to be like we back Russia. Damn, like that that's that's hard. Let's not forget China's the biggest economy, trending towards that. Like if we're having so much trouble. What would happen right now if Russia? They're already in Ukraine. If China pulls it with Taiwan, North Korea pulls it with South Korea. And Iran pulls it with Israel. Like, like what? Like, what would shit? Shit, <laughs> the whole Middle East, really? Because like the only ones that would probably bow out for a while is Sa- the Saudis. They probably because they're the only ones that think money. But you, you know, they're gonna get Syria. They're gonna get everybody. Afghanistan's gonna be like, oh fuck it, well, let's run this. Israel, we're we're coming after you. Israel's powerful, but are they that powerful? And let's not forget the Middle East is very Russia friendly. Syria, Iran, and Russia are very... Yeah. Russia, Putin, I'm sure Putin doesn't fuck with them like that, but Putin fucks with them in the sense of survival. Like, this, yeah. uh, I need this this strategic land. I'm fucking with you. I'm putting some money for you. So, of course, they're going to be like, yeah, uh, Israel. So, so they're going to back the Middle East. So now you start looking at the motherfuckers that run these places. They're fucking ruthless. Yeah. Like, these motherfuckers don't play. Like, they don't care. They, they'll they die for this shit. Like, they never cared about Neil Young pulling his his music off Spotify. And that's the thing, like, about Ukrainian people and all the, uh, uh, like, countries around Russia. 
those are some tough motherfuckers. Like, I love boxing, and, and so I know about this shit. But, like, all the Ukrainian boxers, Yusik, the Vladimir, uh, the, the, the Klitschko's, uh, rather, the Klitschko brothers, um, I, it's a lightweight. I've always heard Lomachenko. They're all suited and booted with AKs in Ukraine. Like, that's a different level. Like, I don't even think that would happen here. No. <laughs> none of Hollywood, none of these sports. LeBron will be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> They'll welcome him in China. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So so to me, it's like that's a different level of, of ma- man. Another thing, Ukraine said 18 to 60-year-olds can't leave. Here's an AK. We're yeah. going to defend this shit. Man, motherfuckers did that shit over here. Oh, God. They wouldn't know what the fuck to do. What guns is are, this? Guns are bad. What is this? Like, so, I mean, we have, you know, there's the militias. They know how to run their shit and all that. But, like, just the everyday citizen, like, these motherfuckers don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, like we don't. We don't know struggle. Yeah. We don't know any of that. Um. So, it's it's very important to look at where the culture is as opposed to the enemy to see where the people stand and how united they are. We're not united. No. We're not united. And so... In the midst of all of this, you still got motherfuckers talking about um, white privilege. Yeah. Ah, that, that, yeah. W- that fucking... Yeah, so, some, some girl online said, uh, it just dawned on me, Vladimir Putin is... is uh, what is it? What, what benefiting was, from benefiting white privilege. White privilege because had he not been white, he Bitch, wouldn't have been able to take over Ukraine. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that. I was like, man, we really have no hope. Yeah. God damn, you stupid bitch. <laughs> I hope this bitch is from China <laughs> or something, you know, like somewhere else, not here. Not speaking like this. That's when you know you're eating good. That's when you know everything is fine here. Not fine in the sense of like economy, but fine in the sense of we have enough to feel comfortable to think that we we got it like that we don't we don't have it like that our economy is in shambles now this is before this is pre interest rate hikes wait till the stock market goes down wait 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 till the 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 housing market hits a new low wait till like the ripple effect of all this dumb money is washed away. I just sent you an article about that shit. And like a lot of experts in Wall Street are like, yeah, this bull market is not going to be good for dumb people. Now, that's a perfect segue into our next topic because what I think it is, I think that everything is much better and that you're just psychologically incapable of waking up and being happy. I think the virus has had that effect on you because... Damn. Biden has made everything better. Like this is Damn. from his own from his own mouth. I'm gonna play a clip. This is the world we live in. This is the wacky shit. Honestly, dude, I saw this and I played it a few times because I had to like really ask myself, is this am I seeing what I'm seeing? And it literally I know people say this. Like as a euphemism, but this is literally the craziest shit that I've seen in a very long time. Is a phenomenal negative psychological impact that COVID has had on the public psyche. And so you have an awful lot of people who are 
notwithstanding the fact that uh, that uh, things have gotten so much better for them economically uh, that they are thinking, but how do you get up in the morning feeling happy? So for everybody out there that has any criticism about anything that's going on right now economically, you really have to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, like, what did the virus do to you that's making it where you can't wake up and feel happy? Because who hurt you? Because he's made everything better, apparently. Who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. That, what that's... What do you get from like? What do you feel when you see something like that? Like, like do you do the... you think? He, I, OK, I, I guess that's a very loaded question. Let me let me break it down a little bit. Do you think this motherfucker really believes that? No. When I look at him now, I think about the pigs and animal farm. I'm like, damn. These so, motherfuckers so you think real wild. That, so, so, so it's not like this is like some whacked out old man. You think that he knows it's not better, but he's just... I mean, he's very much whacked out, but I think he has his faculties enough to really say the shit that he says. Because he said it before. It's not... This is not new. You know, with him, this is not new. Like, he'll say whatever... It takes to make his point, no matter how bad the idea is, no matter how horrible it affects people. This is a career politician, really. In every sense of the word, you really, you, you're not that stupid. You just choose not to care. Yeah. And you choose to be in power. Now, again, I'll give him some, I don't even know if to say credit, but the fact that he is, on his way to a dementia riddled future. Like, and uh, it still doesn't stop the fact that like your advisors and the people who, who, uh, what's the word that, that, that we, that we say his handlers Mm -hmm. have you saying this stuff. So whoever your handlers are, they know what they're doing. They know what to tell you to say. And (laughs) this is very much what they want you to think. And, it's a complete lie the idea though that they think that people will buy it though that you know like that's to me that's so so demeaning like you really think that low of your people where it's like yeah these dumb motherfuckers like yeah they'll 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 buy that things are great it's just psychologically yeah, they they just they just can't be happy. Yeah, again, <laughs> the crazy shit. Yeah, no, no, but but tune into the the press conferences, Jen Psaki and that other broad that 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 uh, does it when Jen Psaki takes a break. They're both bad, but yeah. Jen Psaki mostly. Um, the the verbal gymnastics, and then when the verbal gymnastics don't work, oh, refer to the Department of Health. Oh, defer to this department. Oh, d- defer to the department that gives, gives a fuck. Excuse me? Yeah, no, we don't, we don't answer those questions here. You don't have answers. And when you get asked about your policy, verbal judo again, verbal judo again. And it's like, at, at what point do citizens just like see through the bullshit? And, and I would hope soon and fast, if we're talking poll numbers, obviously... Obviously, uh, it's not looking good for Biden. If we're talking poll numbers, obviously, people believe. Like, there was a, a poll recently. I don't know who, uh, who did the poll. 60% of Americans 
think that had Donald Trump been president, oh yeah, Ukraine that this wouldn't, yeah, you know. So so people look at this stuff and they think about this stuff and. And I mean, by all accounts, November is not going to look like a good month for for the Dems. So, I mean, I don't think people are going to buy it. If people respond to this, and what I what I mean by this is everything that's going on with this current administration, if they respond to this, yeah, adequately. We should see the reddest wave we've ever seen. Yeah. 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 And with that red wave will come some some hard times. Before probably even, but let's just say this year is gonna be the 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 year that we're gonna see what we actually predicted a long time ago. A bad recession, but now times two maybe because we can't keep printing money and I don't see the feds printing money so we're going to see a lot of change and I think that like if it gets real bad we're literally reliving the Jimmy Carter through Reagan years where it'll be a cold war we might see a booming economy we'll see the interest rates go up to really high levels like like because I thought like when the interest levels were low, I was oh maybe I should refinance, you know, like and I didn't because like I already had a good a good percentage, but like it's gonna go so high because like during when Jimmy Carter left, like the interest rates after that were like fifteen, eighteen percent. Yeah. And so you kinda have to with the inflation and, and, and you're gonna have to see policy changes. So you're gonna start seeing the country become a lot more independent energy independent. You're going to see a lot of like all that bureaucracy like go out the window. You're going to see a lot of that stuff because people need to be let free. Yeah. And we we haven't done that. And 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 now they're rolling back on the mask mandates and the jab mandates, but that's too late. You've already done the damage. Yeah, and that's only because of how unpopular it is. Yeah. With and 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 you got you're we're getting into primary season. Yeah. And so so literally a lot of these Democrats, they're doing it because there's some people, there's some Democrats that are going to run against other Democrats and the incumbent might have been pro-jab, pro-mask and the, 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 the one, the challenger might be, might, or might all they have to say to win is, well, jab if you want, mask if you want. Mm-hmm. And that might be enough enough to sweep away the incumbent so that's why it's all dropping now it's like it, 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 it's it, the, the science has changed yeah you made a valid point in pre-production you said uh who's to say that biden can even get a, a justice in yeah well i i was thinking about that which um uh yeah we weren't even thinking about talking about that but but uh i was saying that now with his approval rating so low like how who's to say that the justice that he picked uh was uh i don't even know her name um can brown i know her last name is brown i i don't yeah. i don't know her i don't remember her first and middle name um but who's to say that we could even she even gets confirmed yeah you know because because of how unpopular she is he is even though I don't know how to say the first name. Katani Brown Jackson. 
That's oh, the full name. Jim yeah. Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who's to say that that he could get the votes to confirm? Yeah. Yeah. Because what what is she on? What what are the you know? But the, again, really, po- policy wise, it's been a failure. Like we also have to acknowledge how big of a failure the Democrats like this whole project was because you didn't pass Build Back Better. The The mandates were not popular. That's why they're getting phased out. And, and honestly, like, thank God, imagine the state of the world now with the additional burden of Build Back Better and the, the voting shit they try to yeah. pass. It'd well, be the end of the world. It'd remember, be the end the end days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because Build Back Better, like didn't didn't wasn't uh more printing of money? Yes. Yes. Lots yeah. of printing. Lots of printing. So so I was like, Well, all right, well we're gonna print to death, I guess. Well, it's over with. And that's why I felt after after the it was so gloomy when he won because logistically, if you're thinking like numbers wise this is the end, the beginning of the end. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like, this is the beginning of the end. Like, this is the fall of Rome. There's no coming back from this. So seeing this type of failure happen, it's like, there is still hope. Yeah. Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin might go down as saving this nation. Yes. Yes. That's the most patriotic shit you could do is really, like, save the nation to- despite... Two Democrats that like <laughs> that that belong and like the Hall of Fame wall. Yeah, of the greats. Yeah, they're like, a better Democrat than a dude who ran against Obama. <laughs> the Mormon. Uh, I already hate oh, him so much. Oh, Romney. Romney. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> but yeah, it's like come on. The other man. day there was an article. I didn't even bother reading. I'm like, this shit is so stupid. I'm not even going to give it the time of day. It was an article saying. How Mitt Romney was quoted saying that that uh, part of this Russia situation is Trump's fault. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bro. Well, dude, this is the same guy that were like they they must have like a tape of him having sex with a kid or something. Yeah. Like they got something on him. They got so, something. So they, they have to have like some wild shit because actually, and and I'll give credit. To, to Romney when he went against Obama he had said something that everyone laughed at and even Obama clowned him when he said our biggest geopo- one of our biggest geopolitical rivals is, is Russia mm-hmm. and, and I remember when they took Crimea I was like wow Obama <laughs> so you're not going to say shit about this and it's like Romney had a, a good foresight to mm-hmm. see that with with, uh, with the whole R- Russian situation Um. It's just funny. It's weird. It's weird how like he just switched up. Back then, he didn't seem like such a bad nominee, and now he's just a coward. Yeah. Really just a coward. I'd never vote for ever again, and I hope that he loses because you're, you're – I don't know what you are. but He's awful. Yeah. You have some vested interest in something else because you, you're off your rocker. Some of the shit you say, some of the stuff uh, – yeah, I don't know. The impeachment situation. Yeah, he's stupid. He's yeah. whack. Um, moving on to the next um, topic, the Trump speech at CPAC. A lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people uh, are excited. 
Um, he all but professed that he's running in 2024. Like he he damn near said that he's running in 2024. Nothing official, nothing confirmed, but everything about that speech suggested that it's within his plans to run in 2024. He looks good. He looks vibrant. Yeah. He's getting his energy back. You're 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 seeing the feel of yeah. it come back. You're starting to see that uh that 2015 Trump running, yeah. you know, leading up to the 2016 election. You're starting to get that um he obviously made a lot of good points. I don't really think we need to go into the points because we talk about that type of stuff every every week on the show and he talked about Things that we've talked about, you know, inflation, what's going on in Russia, the border, all of these type of things. Um, in pre-production, you and I, we were talking a little bit about if he runs in 2024, some possible candidate uh, cabinet picks, stuff like that. What do you think is his role between now and the midterms and if it is a red wave what changes after the red wave so what's what role does trump play now between now and the midterms and then after the red wave hypothetically let's say there's a red wave what role after that well, I think that first of all, he's only has to uh, being very verbal during these times, yeah. and I think he holds Joe Biden accountable for the train wreck that he is, and you should. And so, right now, don't talk about what your plans are. Don't talk about none of that. Don't talk about what you would like, what you would have done. Like I, I've noticed that he hasn't said, "Oh, I would have done this." I would no, no. He just says, "During my time, none of this happened." Right. And so, keep it, keep it as simple as possible keep the messaging clear concise and where you stand which he has and we we have critiqued him yeah. on on that before like when we didn't know what the hell he was on with the with the uh, yeah. jab mandates and all that stuff but while you're there i would like to point that out about this show is that i i feel like podcasting it it, it it lends itself to be uh a trusted platform i i think listeners people that subscribe that listen regularly can they feel like they develop a little bit of a personal relationship with the shows that they listen to yeah. and they they feel like they can trust the people that are talking and i always like to point out when even though we may rock with somebody, you may see us support somebody, you may see us agree with somebody yeah. very often, like you were just saying, and then I want you to finish your point. When they're on some stuff that like is wrong and, and we clearly see it's wrong, we don't do mental gymnastics around it. No, we we in real time will 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 state well no that that's whack that's yeah. weak we are not clung to specific ideas like if this idea no longer works or functions or this particular person yeah. no longer works or functions 
we let Get it out. be known. Yeah, and and we're not fanboys the way these these because there's Republicans that are fanboys and then there's uh, Democrats that are fanboys. Nah, you work for me. Yeah, you better sound like it, and that's it. And that's how we should all think when we vote. You work for me, you better sound like it. Like I don't give a fuck who you think you are. Who nah, my vote. Goes to the person that sounds like well, this is how it is. They represent me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so to me, that's that's very important. And so, yeah, to go back to that, yeah, we we've held held him accountable when it comes to some of the stuff he says because he seemed like off of his game. As we've seen him progress into the midterms, the messaging is clear. Where he stands is clear. He's obviously sat down with whoever's advising him and set a plan and a goal. And so. Right now, I think be as clear as concise. Don't talk too much about your plans. Reap the rewards and, and the benefits of those rewards after midterms to see where, where you stand. What type of conservative one? What type, what was the messaging that worked? Pay attention to to places like what was, uh, like, well, New Jersey was one. What, what happened there? Or uh, Yunkin, he won in uh, I'm Virginia. Having a Virginia. Pay attention to, to to the key spots because we obviously know that the red states are riding. Like that's, that's so your messaging should not be for the people in Florida or for the people in Texas or for the people you know in shit. Even Ohio went pretty red. Yeah. Like although I would make sure you <laughs> Ohio's still a swing state, but like pay attention to those states and and then move towards that. Like keep the messaging good, clear, concise, but now you could cater it towards there. We were talking about, and I didn't know this, um, how you can't you can't have the same vice, vice president, president and president from the same state. Yeah. So unless he moves, th- this is also uh, a question, and we might be able to see where he stands with that because, like, if he were to move right residency somewhere else. Then we might be like, oh man, he might be running, and he might have DeSantis running yeah. with him. That him changing his residency will immediately show that that's yeah. the that's like the strategy he's using. But on the other hand, I feel like DeSantis provides a lot of what Trump provides. So typically, yeah. you want somebody that can bring a demographic different that you may be a little bit weak with. Yeah. So it would be a little bit too much of the same. Yeah. And also like Florida, like let DeSantis do DeSantis. You only have four years. DeSantis could be the next heir yeah. to, 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 to the throne. So I was like, well, maybe leave him out of this. Do your four years. Like you said, pick somebody a little bit more cleans up. Like, cause uh, Pence cleaned up Trump. Yeah. Like when it came to conservatives, he made, he made it where Trump was a lot more sellable that way. Yeah. So, so it's like, I definitely could see Trump picking a woman just yeah. because he uh, he still doesn't poll great with women. Um, yeah. So I, I I could definitely see that being a move that he makes. The only thing is, is like you, if you do a great job as president, which I. I, I have no reason to doubt that he will. With only four years, you gotta also kind of think of what comes after you. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, well, is the United States 
ready for a woman president um, or a Republican woman president, I should say. Um, but what's interesting is Nikki Haley and because you brought up Nikki Haley and in, in pre-production and she apparently has a very good relationship with uh, Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. Like they, they she has a good relationship with yeah. them. And there are people that have predicted in articles that I've read. I, I've seen this come across a few times. And maybe there's these people are 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 a few steps ahead of us, and they're seeing what what is is developing in this conversation now. Maybe they've seen it for a while. There's people that have predicted that Nikki Haley will be the first female president. Yeah. So maybe this is kind of what they predicted. Is that, all right? Well, Trump comes back 2024. He needs at this point he's going to need a female vice president. Nikki Haley, Trump gets out. Nikki yeah. Haley becomes the first president. Yeah, I mean, I which, which how much of how much of a rib shot is that to the left that Republicans get the first the the, oh, yeah. the first female, especially because they care about that. Yeah, shit. they care about that goofy shit. Which is funny, yeah, and that's that's what actually what I was saying in, in pre production. Not so much that that I predicted that because actually I was saying it's a shame that she kind of turned her back on Trump because. Did that sever the relationship? Trump has shown that he doesn't take things too personal. No, because like look at look at him and Ted Cruz. Like yeah. they during the 2016 election, they had like a real bitter back and forth. But yeah. they they're super cool now. Yeah. So to me, it's like, well, let's have a sit down, go from there, see what goes on with that, and and possibly see where you go. But <laughs> Trump had nicknames for everybody. Remember he called yeah. us Lion Ted. Yeah, Lion Ted. <laughs> Little Marco, Marco Rubio, <laughs> Crooked Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> he he's a he's he's great when it comes to like selling his points. That that's that to me is like what what also made him very be- beloved, especially during the time with where memes are a thing, right? So yeah. so you answered the first part of the question of Oh yeah. Of, of from here into the midterms, you like you said that he 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 should speak. He should be vocal about the things that that are going on. So after the red wave, oh, you go for the you go you go for the cojones. You go after after uh, Biden. Now it's an all out attack. Now it's yeah. campaign. I I I, w- I would say that after the red wave, you start operating as if you were president. Exactly, right? exactly. The perfect way to put it, like you're the president. Um, it's like well, I think the Republicans should do this. I think the Republicans yeah. should do that. I like Delegate that. and 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 like destroy Biden. Like anything that like and and to me, it's like well, I'd feel like that's a shitty move to to like destroy Biden. But I mean, Biden's destroying America, so I mean, you're the enemy. No, anyway. why, why is that shitty? No, like, I'm saying shitty if Biden was doing a good job and like Trump came and was like, oh, gridlock on everything. I oh, feel yeah, like but that's he's shitty. He's not doing no. a good job. Yeah. yeah, we wouldn't have this conversation if he was doing a good yeah. job. Yeah, this episode right now, it would be a different topic <laughs> because yeah. we were wrong about Sleepy Joe. <laughs> right. He indeed is very no, awake. Yeah, we would. Yeah, I would be the first if. <laughs> If this moment was 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 good at his job, yeah. 
I would be the first to say it. I would be the first to say, oh, no, he's good at this. He's good at that. Like, the only good thing that he's done, and we we say it all the time about not canceling the student loan debt. Yeah. Like, that's the only good thing he's done. But even for that, we give him his credit. And it's great because like, we have we have a lot of friends that have said, oh, that's why I'm voting. So it's like, yeah, if I, how'd that go for you? Right. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's it, that's a very greedy yeah. That's a very greedy point And it's an make. irresponsible reason because yeah. you agreed to take this loan out. Yeah. Pay it back. Like there's a there's this political cartoon where it has somebody in a in a graduation cap and gown and then there's like a teacher at, at, at a chalkboard and it says student loan debt crisis and then it says uh uh, uh take out a loan, pay it back and it says solved. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, the crisis is solved. That's a good math you, you teacher. Took, you're a great teacher. You took it out, <laughs> pay it back. Yeah. I just solved it. it. A national crisis that people are talking about and debating yeah. about, and you got new CNN panels about and all of this. I just solved it. You took a loan out, pay it back. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that's uh, as a leader, you got to look at it from that perspective, too. What type of dumb shit are we like? looking at here like this this like if your kid came up to you and said some wild shit would you entertain that as a no you're right you're right we should go about life this way no you're probably like that's dumb yeah what are you thinking let me explain to you why but that's the problem like parents aren't parents anymore yeah. like i i'm so blessed to have had the parents that i have growing up yeah. where it's like they would take the time to actually like teach me things and explain things to me now it's like, like kids will come home. We're a nation of colonizers, and and the motherfuckers will just sit there, keep eating the food, and like not even, not even question it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I know your teacher told you that, but at the time in the world, like that's pretty much how every country did business, yeah. and it's like explain but motherfuckers are dumb them so now granted i i and i'll refer to what uh that guy um um majid nawaz said on the joe rogan podcast he said something that i always say um he was like you know this stuff that that we talk about and we're in depth about and, and we're interested in and and we, and we do extensive research on we're blessed in the sense that like we have the capability to do it, the freedom to do it. But there's a lot of people that live in a way where they don't have the time to do it. You become a slave to, to the not si having the time. The system, really. The system, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, and then you don't have the time to inform yourself. And I think the powers that be sort of like it like that because it's like, oh, well, this person doesn't have the time to educate yeah. themselves and, and inform themselves on in, in what's going on. And that's why... I feel blessed and, and honored in a way to like have a platform like this to be like, we get to serve a lot of people as a trusted voice. Like oh. a lot of people get to be like, man, things are going on in the world. May I don't have the time to consume the information, but like I trust these guys to like to yeah. keep it real with me. At very least, they're going to keep it real with me and and... That's more than I could say about fucking Don Lemon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, or, or Brian Stelter yeah. or any of those motherfuckers. Or any of those cowards. But yeah, like, like, it's important. It's important to, uh, and I like that. And I like, I like our platform in, in that regard because, like, 
we really are ourselves. Like, this is not like uh, when you watch the news, it's a you have to have a persona. Yeah, no, this is how we are. Yeah, our persona here is this is not a persona. Well, I mean, it's us who we are. Yeah, who we are every day, who we're gonna be tomorrow. You know, you and know? it's funny you say that because because the other day, the other day I was. This shit is funny because, like, the other day I, w- I was having a conversation with somebody and I I used, uh, what word did I use? Interaction. Yeah, I, I believe I, the word, the, the, the word I used was interaction. And, like, the person looked at me like, 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 kind of baffled, like, if I really, like, talk like that and... It's like, yeah, no, this is this is how I talk. You know, this is just, yeah. you know, it, but, you know, but people, they might think, oh, well, this is like a polished version. You know, no, I would say like what's polished is like the information. It's like, oh, we'll 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 yeah. look into something or 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 get maybe a little bit more in depth about something prior to the show. But and you get a passion, yeah, to teach. Because yeah. I, I like to sit around friends, family, coworkers, whatever, and, like, actually explain things. Like, I actually, this show has made me better at that. Yeah. Because, you know, as you just, we do it so often that, like, when I talk, it's like, all right, well, hey, this is what I think is going to happen in the and, next and couple I'm a, months. And I'm a forever student. Like, yeah. not, and please, for people that hear that, don't take that as, like, of a student of formal education like no not because a lot of those motherfuckers like don't know anything no i'm talking about like i like to inform myself i i i like to be on top of what's going on in the world yeah um uh financially politically like all that stuff and you should never stop learning but like i said i understand that there's times where it's hard for people yeah to be able to like dedicate the amount of time that we dedicate to it because it's not fun for everybody. Yeah. Like that's the other thing is like we kind of make it digestible in the sense that it's like a layer of entertainment. Yeah, to it. and like, our lingo too. It's like it's not so formal. Like we 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 could talk formal, but like we could talk formal, but then be real ch- like just yeah. It's about digestible. It? Yeah, it's digestible. A hundred percent. Um, and that's I think that's important. And then you know you provide a layer of entertainment, jokes here and there, and stuff like that. But but um, yeah, it just me personally like I find fun in like learning about something. Like like I'll put on you know a documentary and like I'll get in where I'm learning something, but I'm also getting like a lot of enjoyment. And I'm not talking about like. Like a Tinder swindler documentary, even though we talked about that yeah. that last week, well, but but that that from that I got more of of like like it, to me what spoke out to me more is other than the drama of it all, it was like the 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 social dynamic. Yeah, but I think because I think that comes with reading and always wanting to be versed. That even when you look at something that's like not really that great yeah. as a show, you gravitate towards. The social aspects of it. Yeah. But wow. The economics of this or that. So you start looking at the world from that scope. So maybe scope. The, the average watcher of that particular documentary th- didn't see it at all like how I saw yeah. it. But I, I'll see it 
digest it, process it, and then present it in a way where people are like, damn, like I didn't I even look at it like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, but and one thing too, when you're reading or when you or when you watch like a, an amazing documentary, like the number one thing is like, damn, share it. I want, yeah. Now I want to see other people's thoughts yeah, about yeah, it, exactly. and then it's like then it becomes a conversation, and like that's why I like about where Vince comes because sometimes he brings another level perspective. Or, yeah, that, another that, perspective. Yeah, that you didn't yeah. even look at it or see it. Yeah. So and, it's, and and he asks good questions too. Like he's he he has very good questions. Yeah. Um. So, moving on to the final segment of the show. Something a little bit different, a little bit more lighthearted. Um, the Batman is coming out. Um, yes. It's currently at... Okay, well, I don't know. Do, do, do We're not going to definitely talk spoilers because we haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. But I've delved into some of the reviews. Have you delved into any reviews? I have not, but... I'm so cool how, with that. you're good with yeah, talking cool. about the reviews for for the viewers we got to do it for the viewers yeah. so <laughs> something that you may not feel great about um but then you it's going you're at first you're not going to feel great about it oh <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> at first you're not going to feel great about it but then i think you're going to feel very great about it so uh the 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 current what would you think the the current Rotten Tomatoes score would be right now, or you would want it to be for this movie in the nineties? Right, that that's good. Yeah, yeah. it's not. It's it's oh. it's it, <laughs> what type of foul ass shit is going on here? <laughs> you you the audience speaking directly to you. You should see his face right now. He is so pale right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, it's not. It's oh, not in the. It's it's not in damn. the nineties. It's actually the last time I checked, and we're just getting the the preliminary, the beginning yeah. reviews. So there's going to be a lot more coming. It's at 89. So so Okay. But you I would think know. that it should be in the 90s Higher, yeah. and it's going to go lower. Especially with the director. It's going to In yeah. fact, that was a few hours ago. Let me just pull out my oh, phone Lord. right now just to check the Batman I don't want Rotten know Tomatoes if you play <laughs> me 87. So it's dropped some more. Damn. Now now, you feel all fucked up, right? Yeah. Now I'm gonna say something that's gonna make you feel better. I've read. Please. <laughs> I've read a lot of, well, not a lot, but I've read several reviews, the bad ones. I didn't even bother looking at at, at yeah. the at the good ones because that's what I do. Like when something interests me, I like to look at the bad reviews. Yeah. Because. I don't like to live in a in a echo chamber or um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, bi- it's something bias. Um, where you yeah. where uh, you seek where fuck. you seek. I know uh, what you're talking about. Like to reinforce your own beliefs. Internalized bias? No. No. Nah, nah, no. Nah. So, uh, anyway, um, when uh. Whenever I like I, I I'm 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 looking at something or whatever, 
I like to like look at the opposing viewpoint. Confirmation bias. Confirmation yeah. bias. There you go. I don't like that. And so I just looked at the bad reviews. Yeah. And what's going to make you feel better. Every I know everybody right now is like, fucking just say it already. But it, uh, Batman, for whatever reason, and I guess we'll probably see understand it more when we actually see the movie, it's getting the Joker treatment. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. This shit is a roller coaster <laughs> of emotions. We need to end this episode before I lose my shit. Yeah, it's getting... It's crazy. So... One particular, and you could look it up, anybody that's listening, you could look it up. One particular review that stood out to me was, uh, it's a female, she reviewed it for uh, Fox News in Phoenix, Fox 10. She she reviewed it, and I read her whole review. Yeah. And it's had very anti-masculine undertones in her review oh yeah and then she's she likens it to joker to joker movie in 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 the sense that it's like i guess trying she didn't like the idea that like perhaps batman is a character like joker was where maybe he went through certain things yeah. where some people might like sympathize for this character. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so you might this movie it might be such a masculine movie. Yeah. Because it, it you 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 see that it's delving in the realm of noir and de- detective yeah, and yeah. everything like that. But and it's definitely a very masculine genre. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> You could see that perhaps a lot of because the 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 film critic game has been just so politicized. It's crazy. That's why I don't even rock with the ones that like write their critiques. Yeah, I watch the um, the I, I watch the YouTube guys. So like Chris Stuckman, he's not that great anymore. Uh, Jeremy Jans, and then there's another guy. Uh, I forgot uh, his his. Oh, Chris Chandler. Yeah, that, I, those are the three that I watch on YouTube. But, um, and I've watched their reviews, and all of their reviews have been vastly different from the ones that write their reviews. And that's another interesting thing that you start to see develop is the difference between the ones in legacy media and then these YouTube guys. Yeah. And it's like these YouTube guys, they're really breaking down these movies the way they, sh- they should be broken down. Doesn't yeah. mean you got to love it and doesn't mean that you got to think it's a perfect movie. But if if it's ge- if you're going to give it a critique, give yeah. it a critique based on the movie, not based off of your own personal political bias or belief or whatever the case. Yeah. So I found that very interesting. And another thing that's going to make you feel great is... Out of Jeremy Jans, Chris Stuckman, and 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 Chris Chandler, or Sean Chandler rather, oh. they're all they're all great. They're all pretty good. Right now, I would say out of all of them, Jeremy Jans is probably like the top guy that I rock with. Yeah, he had some issues with the movie. So did uh, Sean Chandler, but Chris Stuckman thought that it was a masterpiece, like a perfect movie. Like oh, he was like, "There's nothing bad I could say about this movie." Yeah, but I mean. If it's getting the Joker treatment, we might see what I'd like to 
we might see some realistic shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that, like, being realistic in, in, in today's world, especially in America, it lends to, like, the the nature of man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what we were talking about, the 18 to 60-year-olds carrying AKs, they never said a woman's going to hold a gun right. or the woman has to stay. It's a very realistic take. Like, y'all yeah. motherfuckers are the men here. And so, like, in a world where shit is dark, and if it's a noir world, we're, we're going to see, like, some dark shit. We're going to see uh, certain choices that he might make, certain themes of the movie not really correlate with the Hollywood approach to things. And, and, and another thing, I think what you're, what you're saying is super spot on, and, yeah. and I didn't think about that specific point, but I thought about... We're living in this this uh, post-George Floyd era where criminals are pedestalized and we got we to gotta baby them. And from what I gather, this is a very violent Batman. Yeah. But, so, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's, let's think Lord of the Flies, yeah. the real one, not the one they're going to make with women. Yeah. So, so to me, it's I could see like some lefty woke motherfucker being like, oh, well, criminals... We need to hear them out. This and is toxic masculinity. Exactly. Why is he? Why is violence the answer? Because we're he's, in, he's like uh, Derek Chauvin in a cape, like you know that type. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard that, but I could hear, I could see yeah. it. You know, um, so I feel like to me now, with if it's those type of people giving the movie a bad review, I think I want to see it even more now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, I had to I had to throw that out there. I thought that was like an uh, interesting take on yeah. on the reviews and stuff so far. And like I said, Chris Stuckman, who I think lately he's fallen off a little bit, but overall I respect him a lot as a film reviewer, and I think that he has uh, 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 pretty good reviews. And uh, he says it's a masterpiece. Damn. He thinks it's a masterpiece. Um, Oh man, I can't fucking wait. I can't. <laughs> so what what I want to ask you and and we could we could do this now and then again after we see them away. I want you to give me your live action Batman movies, rank them. Damn. Uh And then and then yeah. we'll revisit this, maybe not on the show, maybe on Twitter, but uh we'll revisit this and then and then and then see where this new one falls into into that list all right uh, all the batman movies let me see if i could get like a fucking look at every batman movie there has been well i could list them for you you don't not we don't got to do adam west 1966 batman okay, li- cool. live action no the, we'll we'll start with with 89 so tim burton's uh uh batman Tim Burton's Batman Returns, Joel Schumacher's A Batman Forever, Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin, Christopher Nolan's um, uh, Batman Begins, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Rises. I don't really consider... Well, I'm not even going to dignify Josh Whedon's Justice League in... Yeah. yeah. uh, Because that's just horrible. That would definitely be, like, at the bottom of... Yeah. I would even put that under, like, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Joel Schumacher's Batman. I would even put that under that. Um, 
I don't know if you want to include uh, Batman versus Superman and Zack Snyder's Justice League. I really wouldn't because yeah. they're not Batman movies. So you, just for, the ones yeah. that I mentioned. So for sure, number one, Batman and Robin. <laughs> as the worst? <laughs> no, as the, the best. Because yeah, I could see a number one at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, like number one at the bottom. If you're going from the no, bottom No, that's up. the worst for sure. That's the worst. Yeah, 100%. If, if someone had that as the first, I'd fucking shoot him. I'd shoot him in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it definitely would be the Dark Knight is number one. The culmination of everything, especially after Batman Begins, um, man, that shit was glorious. After that, it'd be hard because I think the trilogy holds the top three in my opinion, uh, because of like how re- how like uh, real it, it seemed. So I have a hard time. I like The Dark Knight Rises better, but Batman Begins was such a tone setter. But I might do Dark Knight Rises second, then Batman Begins, then the first Tim Burton. Yes, the first Tim Burton, the second Tim Burton, which was Batman Returns, right? Yeah. Then the one... Then after that, I might put... See, I didn't, I didn't, I actually like Ben Affleck's Batman. I think the writing is the bad thing. Like, if you actually look at, uh... But Ben Affleck's Batman is in the Justice League and Batman versus Superman, so you don't got to include those. Yeah. Just just do strictly Batman. Just Batman? Then after that, it'd be the one before Batman and Robin. That one I always forget. Batman Batman Forever, Forever, right? Is that the one with, uh... That's with the Riddler and Two Face. Yeah, yeah, and then and then Batman uh, and Robin. So I, that that's how I would rank them. Yeah, I, mine's is similar to you, a little bit different, but I it's Batman and Robin worst, Batman Forever, second worst. So I'm going worst to best. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of people like Batman Returns better than. Batman 89, the Tim Burns. Yeah. But I actually like the Batman 89, the first one, better than Batman Returns. Yeah, me too, yeah. Uh, so it would go Batman Returns, then Bat- Batman 89. Then it would go um, uh, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight Rises, and The Dark Knight. And in my opinion, a lot of people don't feel this way. They don't. They think that the Dark Knight Rises is the weakest of the the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, I don't see how they come to that conclusion. No. I actually think that Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises are pretty neck and neck. Yeah, but I would give the edge to the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Dark Knight Rises was a lot of people. Yeah, they do. They I, I a think lot of a lot of people that they uh uh the the political undertones fly over their head. I don't yeah. think they they quite get that. And for people that are into politics, you've read history. You see how like communist regimes, leaders of communist regimes talk. Yeah, like you see that in Bane, you know. Yeah, and so yeah. It, it it speaks to that. Um, well, yeah. So Shit, Batman Begins is close to them too, because Batman Be- man. When I saw the trailer to Batman Begins, my mind was blown. <laughs> So we'll probably revisit this on Twitter uh, once we see the Batman and see like where it falls into that list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I guess we could end it there. I did want to do like a, a prediction. Uh, 
of the movie like what yeah just a real quick yeah, before yeah, we end yeah. the episode what not about anything that happens but being what i told you about the reviews so i i've given you something you could sort of compare and contrast between the reviews that you saw that that are from legacy media and then the reviews from some of the people on youtube what do you predict you'll feel about the movie i've i feel that i'm gonna like it for sure and i think that like just from the get-go i think it, it it might have the fourth spot at very least judging off of the director uh fuck he fuck i i'm i'm drawing a blank he's the planet of the apes director matt reeves right matt reeves yeah i'm a fan of his work i like the themes i like uh his cinematography i'm a fan of his work and like I could totally see him making a very good Batman movie. So it's hard. It's hard for me not to at least give it already a prediction of the at least the fourth best Batman movie. So um, out of a five star rating, what where would that land it for you? Shit, Batman Begins is damn near perfect. Because um, I probably would give Batman Begins a four, and it's really just acting. Like if Rachel Doss would have had a better actor, like the acting yeah. and certain things. Uh, so at least a four, I yeah. think. That's what that's sort of what I predict is like at least yeah a four star movie yeah um, especially after like the reviews and and comparing it to the the YouTube reviews comparing it to the media's reviews, so we'll see. Well, now that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody will be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website and you can donate an amount of your choosing. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.